So many financial uh, gurus or financial educators always tell you that you're not going to spend less, you're going to spend less, cut your expenses because that's the only thing that's truly within your control and they're not wrong. You know, to cut back on drinking, cut back on gatherings out there and you know, essentially just consume less. You're going to get more surplus, you're going to be able to invest more, going to be able to save more and prepare for retirement. You may even be able to retire early, get your house earlier and you know, buy things that may be more impactful for the longer term. So all these are not wrong, but it's really painful, you know, spending less from time to time. It's like, oh my god, I'm on a budget. Oh, I'm on a budget. So many people get turned off by this word, budget. It's like, oh shit, no man, don't tell me to go on a budget thing. You know, and there's a lot of assumption that when things are on a budget, it's going to be sub-quality, it's going to be painful, it's going to be like a chore. But today I'm going to debunk all that and talk about how we're going to have fun on a budget in Singapore. So good morning everyone, I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life, you get it, ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. And today's topic, how to have fun on a budget in Singapore. Some say the world's most expensive city, yeah. Growing up in Singapore, you may or may not have felt that things were really expensive. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Right, and uh, honestly, when I was growing up, I didn't feel it because there was no mode for comparison. It was just like, oh, okay, this is how things were. You know, these are how prices are. But when I started traveling and I had more access to a lot more information, I realized that, yeah, in Singapore, things are truly pricey relative to many other of our neighboring countries. Right? So because we don't grow our stuff, we import many things and we tax certain things. You know, that's why alcohol is really expensive. Cigarettes are really expensive. You know, food items in general are expensive and we have a lot of people living on a small island. So honestly, without the housing scheme, without the HDB scheme, you know, most people will never be able to afford houses because private condominiums are going at like a million, close to two. Right? And HDB is getting really expensive also. From, from what I found out from my dad, when he first got his first HDB, that was about 20 odd years ago, uh, it was a four-room flat for 109000 in Tampines. And today, my goodness, houses average are going at about four, five, six hundred thousand. If you want to do like three hundred thousand, you gotta go really, really far out to some bawang or something. But yeah, housing is just one thing and then there's like transportation. You know, most people don't own a car and uh because it's really expensive and most people just take the public transport. It's more efficient cheap and relatively cheap and yeah you get the idea so it is not wrong to say that many things in singapore are expensive and one of the most important thing to do is to watch our budget but that's not to say that you know 
being a little bit more penny pinching means you're gonna reduce your quality of life you know like in the past i remember when i was in school and i see people bring lunch boxes to school and i'll judge them as like hey wallah so you you know no money to buy food ah huh? must pack food from home, but now when I see people bring food to the office, I'll be like oh my you're so lucky you managed to find time to do good food and bring a great lunchbox to work, right? So it's a mindset shift and it really depends on how you value different things. And when I learn to value things like quality and you know health and many other different things on other than just price. Right, which I talk a little bit about. One of the spending myths that we have today is that more expensive means better. So yeah, backtrack to uh, the episode on spending myths. And to me, that is like, oh, so terrible. Because we don't factor in things like branding. We don't factor in things like rent. We don't factor in things like, you know, many other different small elements that all these businesses have to put in to command that price. But many a times, if you're just looking at quality, you can do a lot of great things on your own. So yeah, don't be fooled by the whole idea of more expensive means better. It really depends on how you value things. And yeah, I, I, I personally believe that if you go down to revalue the way we look at things, you come to a lot more emotional calm when looking at different aspects of life. And so when I, when I look at this, I, question, I, I come to questions like, hmm, so how do I have fun in Singapore then? You know, if everything's so expensive and I'm on a budget, how, do I, how am I going to have fun? Right, so of course there are a lot of interesting places that the museum that you can go is free. Uh, National Arts Council gives free museum pass to everybody that's a Singaporean, and there are a lot of activities out there that are free, uh, a lot of events going around, and yeah, great places to go about. But there are some things that you may not have thought about, and I want to share with you some things that I do, which I thought was really really fun. And the first thing I do is I'll join an interest group. A social community, in fact, on meetup.com. So I know I've talked about meetup.com and I want to share with you some of my experiences on meetup.com. So I've joined a few meetups and it's really, really fun. One of, the, one of the most memorable meetup that I've joined was this board game meetup group. And what happened was uh, I, owned, I needed to pay $5 for a four-hour session at this board game place in Mar- Marina South MRT Station. It's organized by an interest group where it's filled with board game lovers and it's amazing because they all know how to play. I was like one of the few like noobs. I knew nothing and I went there. All I did was pay $5 and I met like 40, 60 people. They're all playing board games and many of them come as an individual. And when I think about it, oh my goodness, it was very, very difficult to gather four or five people to go to a board game cafe and play. But on this meetup group, I managed to just pay a minimal, even cheaper than how I usually pay at the board game cafe, and be able to play all these different games with all these different people that knew so much about board games and they taught me all these different games and it was really fun. So it was like a great social activity and it's a lot, very, very affordable. And because it is an interest group, they're not profit-driven. Although it is at a place which is a board game, which is kind of like a board game cafe, more like a board game community area, you know. So it's kind of like a collaboration with that that space and the interest group. But because the interest group is not profit driven, they managed to strike a deal with the board game uh, space owner, and yeah, everyone was paying minimal to get maximum amount of joy. I was like, wow, it's cool, man. Five dollars, I can do so. I can have a great afternoon on the weekend meet so many people and play board games i thought that was cool 
and there were a lot of other groups that I joined. Uh, one of the groups uh, were ramen group. So essentially, it's just a bunch of people that really love eating ramen and they go out and have fun together by eating ramen, go to different places and have ramen together. I was like, hey, it's pretty nice, man. Yeah, we just get to try a different, different ramen. Yeah, it's not exactly cheap, cheap per se, but there's a lot of social activity around there. You don't need to spend a lot of money. Just over a bowl of ramen, people chat about all sorts of stuff. Right and on meetup.com, I think there are a lot of interesting groups. Uh, there, I saw one that was about social dancing, and there was another one about language. You could gather with a bunch of people that are interested in Japanese lessons, uh, learning Japan, j- learning Japanese, and you know just have fun together, talk, uh, speak in Jap- Japanese, and be able to use that language that you're interested in. So to me, it's like, wow, I don't need to spend much money because all these interest groups are not profit-driven, right? They are interest-driven. They're just trying to gather people that are interested on the same thing to come together and have fun, connect, and be better together. So on a budget, wow, great stuff. $5, $10, $20, nothing much, and you can do great things on a weekend. So why not pick up the app, meetup.com, you know, join the interest group and have fun, right? Go and do it and let me know if you found any interesting things on the app or join any interesting social groups that I could then recommend to friends and family and maybe some of you guys here too. So yeah, and the next point that I feel many people have not, you know, used a lot is to make use of public spaces, yeah, I get it. Uh, you may not like public spaces because many of the times they are out in the open, they may be a bit warm, and we live in the tropics, it gets a little warm. So yeah, I get it. But have you thought of picnicking during the evening? You know, there's a lot of idea there's a lot of like you know, media that shows you that you need to picnic early in the morning, everyone wakes up early in the morning, go for a picnic. And I was like, Oh my goodness, in Singapore you don't do that because if you meet up at 8, by the time it's 10, it's going to be super warm. You want to stay away from, you know, all these grass patches. But have you tried picnicking on the evening? I've tried it and I loved it, right? So it's like sunset and my friends were just gathering around and we're all just chatting and everybody bring a little bit of food and just have fun, right? The Botanical Gardens is beautiful. MacRitchie, it's very nice. And, you know, we have a lot of public spaces around that are beautifully done, so why not make use of it, right? And if the circumstances doesn't allow you to go out in the morning, then go out in the evening, right? Nobody says that you cannot go picnic in the evening. Nobody says you cannot go for a stroll in the evening if you're trying to avoid the sun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So we have great beaches, we have great parks, and I feel extremely underutilized. You know, when I ask my friends, hey, you want to go to the beach or you want to go to the parks or you want to go to, like, the gardens, many people will be like, ah, are you sure? So boring. But when I look at it, all these are just great places to hang out and you connect. I don't need to do another activity just to... I don't need to go to a cafe or go to like a movies or, or you know, once in a while I do that, but it's not like an every week thing. And I'm amazing how I'm amazed how people go for like uh, cafe hops. You know, one afternoon they do three, four cafes. I'm like, are you serious? You're gonna spend a ton and 
most of these cafes, they suck, right? They don't make great coffee. They don't make great pastry. Many things are outsourced. You know, I will do an episode to share with you more about why I don't think you should go to a cafe and why you shouldn't start a cafe. But yeah, that's in a later stage. So yeah, make use of public spaces. Go to the library, go to the parks, go to the beach. You know, in some way, you are paying for it because you pay taxes, Right, but in many other ways, it's kind of free. Since you already paid taxes for it, why not use it? It's great stuff. Right? If you're on a budget, you can still do a lot of things. And actually, many of these interest groups make use of public spaces. So yeah, other than joining an interest group, other than making use of public spaces, one thing you could do, which I feel we've not been doing a lot, is to potluck at your friend's place. Yeah, to me, it's like, it used to be a thing. I don't know about you, but when I was younger, we always hang out at my friend's place, different friends, we were just, you know, school days, right? Uh, after exams, we would just stay overnight at one of my friend's place, play games, play mahjong, sing song overnight, whatever, do all sorts of random things. And it feels as if as we grow older, we, we stop hanging out at our friend's place. You know, it feels like we need to go out there and find a place together. And to me, it's like, oh, why not just go to a friend's place? It's great, right? We have had great experiences doing that. It makes things really affordable. You don't need to pay for all the premium outside because of space and just hang out and chill. And you can be all shabby and (laughs) simple and basic and just hang around. So I've I've been actively trying to do that more. And yeah, it's really, really nice. I always try to get my friends to come over to my place and, you know, try to get them to open up their space for, for us together. And yeah, some people, like when I'm a host, I will I will make sure I tell my friends that you can come over, feel free. I, I love having you coming over. I have great tea. You don't need to go out there and spend a lot of money on like very terrible teas that have aroma oils, you know, spices to make the tea taste better. I have a lot of good teas at home. You should come to my place to drink. But if you come to my place to drink, you got to help me to clean up, right? Let's say we're going to cook at my place. You're going to, you know, do a party at my place. And we got to help, you got to help me to clean up. If not, that will be the last time, right? So I make it really clear that, you know, as a host, I gladly welcome you. But because I stay alone, I don't want to, you know, uh, clean up everything on my own. So if you want to come to my place, cool stuff, come, I love it, but we got to clean up together. So if you're a host, then make it clear to your friends, say, hey, you know, my mom's home or my parents are home. So after a certain time, we got to be a little bit quieter. We got to clean up the place, you know, or if you're a guest, then yeah, why, why not just help out with your friends and I think it's it's great fun, great childhood fun, having a potluck at a friend's place, having a gathering at a friend's place, bringing some beer over at a friend's place. You know, it's like, we've forgotten that. Many a times we are just trying to find the next space when actually we can just go to our friend's place and hang out or come to my place, you know, if you're my friend. So yeah, I hope you get, get a good idea that, you know, actually you can have a lot of fun on a budget. Because if you think about it, we've done it for a really long time. When we were younger, we we're always having fun on a budget. You, when you're young in school, you're always on a budget, right? So why not continue to do that? We don't need to escalate our lifestyle just because we have, you know, more money. And in actuality, I'm not sure if that's really escalating because going to the cafe and paying that kind of premium for something that is not nice... And you got to dress up and stuff. I mean, oh, it depends on your priority. But when I look at it, you know, you can always join an interest group. You can always make use of public spaces. And you can always hang out at your friend's place. Have a potluck, do something, hang out at your friend's place, right? And you can always have fun on a budget in Singapore. So I hope you learned something. And if you have any interesting things that you do on a weekend or when you're on a budget, how do you have fun in Singapore? Feel free to email me, talk to me, and I want to share with more people. Hope you learned something and see ya.
Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you will share what you have gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Email me at thefinancialcoconut at gmail.com or message me on Facebook at The Financial Coconut. I will do my best to address your questions in future podcast series, especially if many people are concerned about the same topic. With that, have a great day ahead, stay tuned next week and always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear and sustainable for all. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.